Hello, you're listening to a podcast from Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. Radio Maria is a 24-7 Catholic radio station broadcasting online via our app, Radio Maria Play, and on DAB in an increasing number of areas. You can follow us on social media. And if you enjoy this program, please do click like and subscribe to us on your podcast provider. Radio Maria relies entirely upon listener donations. We have no other sources of funding, so please do consider supporting us with a monthly or one-off donation so that we can continue to keep providing great programming free at the point of access. To donate or find out more, visit us at radiomariaengland.uk. This is Radio Maria, and today's Culture Tuesday has myself, Helena, with a special co-host. Today I want to talk about music. A little worldwide event happened this past weekend in Liverpool, a little thing called Eurovision. Some of you may have watched, some of you may have not. That's okay. But it brought up an idea and a discussion amongst my family members What makes good music? And how come, well, to be honest, my son asked, how come we can't have such music in church? (laughs) Oh, well, I thought, oh, I know a gentleman that can help me answer some of these questions. Someone that's created worship music himself and has a lot of experience performing and worshipping through music in churches around the world. That gentleman is... Andrew! Oh no, Andrew, I can't. I'm really bad at pronouncing names. <laughs> Andrew, how do you. Is it Gunud? Gunud. This is. Oh, yes, you pronounced it correctly. Gunud. Where does that name come from? It's actually an Irish surname. Oh. Um, Irish Gaelic. Andrew Gunud. Is that the right way? Gunud. Yes. <laughs> Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Andrew, can you tell the listeners, so we're going to play one of your songs in the program, but can you tell us a little bit about your background and what you do? Yeah, certainly. Um, First of all, thank you for having me on. It's a a privilege and an honour to be asked to join in your program. Um, Yes, um, my name's Andrew. Um, I live in Sussex in the UK. I've been a musician and worship leader all of my adult life. Um, and it started for me when I was 18, when I first became a Christian. I, I very quickly um, felt that I'd heard the call of God to join the music ministry. So I spoke to the leaders of my local church and they got me involved in the, the music group at church. And I learned to play the guitar and learned to sing. So it started when I was 18 um, and it's been going ever since. Oh, Andrew, tell me about this. You heard the the word of God. You heard God tell I, I hear the w- God telling me to have another cup of tea. But what is what was that like for you? Were, were you in a low point? Were you just music was everywhere? What was this sound that gave, that pushed you into this movement, this new vocation of music ministry? Well, I'd only been a Christian about two or three weeks, and the uh, the, the the people at the church were encouraging me to to read the Bible and to pray and teaching me how to pray and teaching me how to just read the Bible for myself. And I'd never done that before, obviously. So I was a brand new Christian. I didn't really know anything. I was a little bit like Samuel, you know, at the altar in not recognizing the voice of God when he called and, you know, going to Eli. I didn't really know what God sounded like and how to even pray or how to listen. 
So in the first few weeks of my Christian life, um, the leaders at church were talking about prayer and listening to God. And they encouraged us all to go home, read your Bible, pray, and ask God to speak to you and ask God to um, reveal his will and direction for your life through his word and through dreams and just through your prayer time. So I, I dutifully paid attention to that, went home and began to pray. And the following Sunday, I was walking into the corridor, into the school hall where we held our church meetings. This was back in Peterborough in East Anglia in the, uh, the late 80s, late 1980s. And I'm walking down the corridor into the church service, which is just about to begin. And without any um, warning, I suddenly feel the, an inner voice and I start shaking I can feel my bones vibrating. I can hear this voice um, so clearly in my heart, but it's also it's as if my whole body is vibrating with the, the with the voice of the tone of God. And and I simply hear a very short sentence, and it's this: He says, "I have called you into the music ministry." That's all I heard. I have called you into the music ministry. But it wasn't just like an ordinary voice. It was like a rush that, that flowed right through my entire body. The best way I can describe it is as if my, my whole body was vibrating to the, to the notes of the voice that I was hearing. Oh, I and I had that. no idea what to do. So I went I told my elders and they said, great, let's get you into, into the music group. And for them, that was perfectly normal. But for me, it was terrifying and <laughs> thrilling at the same time. I love how you put that. It was like the notes vibrating. I love that you were also listeners. He was open. He took the time to discern. He was open to listening and hearing what God might be speaking to him. A very important part to hearing God's voice is by being open. You've got to open your ears and your heart first. Andrew, so you joined, you didn't know, did you already play a music instrument or, or is this a new thing? It was a new thing for me. Um, I'd had one or two guitar lessons in school when I was probably nine or ten, but I'd given it up quite quickly. Never touched any musical instruments at all. So I was now 18, thinking, you know, what should I learn? You know, again, keep praying and felt led by the Lord that the guitar was where I should start with. Oh, I like this. This is very comforting to me because my son has just quit piano. <laughs> <laughs> so listen out there, Rowan. In a few years, maybe God will vibrate your fingers back to that keyboard. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So you joined the... Now, this is the thing. So before you... So you're 18. Before you joined the music ministry, uh, you, did you... How, what was your experience of church? What was your experience of the music portions of, of church? Um... Up until that time, none whatsoever. Oh. Um, I wasn't a believer. I didn't have any kind of faith at all. Um, I became a Christian when I was 18 through um, a customer in the shop that I worked in who basically talked about the love of God and shared the, the good news of Jesus with me. But up until that time, I had zero experience of church and no interest in religion of any kind. And you, you thought the guitar first, see, but this, this might explain the, the, our different backgrounds. So when I was uh, 17, 16, 15, no, well, to be honest, younger than that, church music was always the organ. Now, listeners, especially Father Dominic, I know you guys love the organ. And I've 
been appreciating the organ more and more as I learn more. As a, a non-knowing person, I don't like the organ. But as a knowing person, I like the organ. So that's my, what I come into, oh, church music is the organ. That already kind of turns me off. And so when I first experienced, Andrew, uh, a worship service, or bringing in a guitar into the our mass, into any church service, it was mind-blowing. And this is in the 80s, late 80s for you as well? Is that right? right? Yes, 1986. Yeah. I think that's when... Now, I'm not a historian, and Andrew, I don't know if you know, but is that when guitars started coming into the church, or was churches, different kind of churches? Is, or was this something that's always been around for a long time? Um, in the particular denomination that I joined at the time, towers were already there, ah. um, and they had been since the 70s, I believe. But prior to the mid-70s, um, late 60s, uh, it was more more or less keyboards and electronic pianos or organs earlier than that. I the guitars that. had been around for 10 or 15 years by the time I joined the church. There you go. So we, 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 we had the guitars when they understood how to use guitars nicely. I say all this, but I must remind everybody, in the Old Testament, a dear certain favourite person of mine, Miriam, she played the tambourine when worshipping the Lord. So the guitar probably has been here and there and everywhere. But what we see, what we hear of it now is probably, like, like Andrew said, 70s or something like that, and really starting to get a nice sense of how the guitar acoustic guitar or other guitars can be used for worship all right so tell me you must give us the secrets andrew of so you you joined the ministry and now <laughs> years have gone by and you are creating music to as prayer well let me take that back i'm putting words in your mouth andrew how how what is the process like for you and and what is the objective when you are sitting down and creating music I think very early on, I started to listen to songs and learn how to play them in church and learn how to play some of the, the songs that I was hearing in church. And as I began to play and sing them, I would get new words to different songs and new melodies come into my mind. So I started writing these melodies down, started writing poetry down and realizing that I was able to put music and poetry together. So in the early days, I, I very quickly developed a passion for songwriting. And uh, pretty much for all of my adult life, I've, I've spent a lot of time just singing, worshiping, songwriting, and it's always been a passion for me. And I don't really have a method. I simply pick up my guitar, I get alone with God in a room somewhere, when no one else is around and, and I just sing and I just play my guitar and with the Bible open and I sing the Psalms, I sing the scriptures and I sing whatever comes to mind. And that's often how it starts for me. I don't actually have a tried and tested method except to say that I, I in modern days, we now have smartphones and computers and iPads. So I tend to have the Bible open in front of me and a phone or an iPad recording. And I just hit record and I just sing and I just worship and I see what happens. Sometimes out of that, a song will come or the bare bones of a song that I will then work on and craft and fine tune and tweak. Sometimes I get a complete song that's finished. Other times I get an idea. But ultimately, most of what I do is just between me and God. Uh, I use a phrase audience of one quite a lot. Um, 
but that's pretty much what I do. I'm currently writing an album called Audience of One, Songs from the Secret Place. And it's all due to this um, methodology that I have, which is simply getting alone before God with my Bible and my guitar. What a dream. So I know this, but our listeners don't know yet. So you've got your, you've got a family in your, you've got a wife and children, right? So they're about the house too. Yes, I have. I have um, three grown-up children, and um, the middle one and the youngest one are both musicians. Um, my wife also plays uh, piano and sings. Um, my son is um, very much into guitars like myself. My daughter is a piano player like her mother. So we have two ladies playing piano and two, two men playing guitar. Um, all the children are grown up now, oh. and uh, well, my wife has a piano at home, and I have guitars at home. Oh, but I can imagine Andrew. Uh, so years when they were around and in, in the house and stuff, you would go off to be alone to to pray and to be and to create music and to worship the Lord. And I'm sure, I'm sure your walls weren't that thick. So I can imagine your wife pushing the kids around or getting kitchen ready or the kids playing next in the next room. And those sounds, those the chords, perhaps some of the prayers you're saying, just floating through the house. What a dream. Oh, my goodness. I've got to get my sons into music again. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want that that vision in my head. Andrew, let's put on, I'm going to play a portion of uh, your Everything is Beautiful worship song. Uh, just to let our listeners have a bit of a taste of, of some of the prayers that you've brought to some melodies is that all right with you absolutely fine thank you here we go This is Culture Tuesday, and today we have Andrew Gunnard talking to us about making music, worship music, and letting the Lord use your talents and bringing him in to bringing prayers, to having some melody. Andrew, oh, that just, it just makes me want to move, <laughs> that song. And a lot of your songs have a, a good beat to them, has a movement, which I think is... Is it needed sometimes in prayer services, in worship services, and in mass? You've got to have uh, this portion that makes you move. Now, sometimes if there's no music in the service or in the mass, it's some words or it's speaking the prayer together, building up this momentum of, oh, and especially at the end of Mass particularly, the priest says, go out and spread the word of the Lord. I think he says something differently, but I'm not a priest. But I, <laughs> I just say amen and hallelujah at the end. But that is the mission. And so then we have usually, if there is music, that's where you have the recessional hymn. Now, I'm not a music director, but that is the definitely something that needs to push you as a part of the body of Christ into this world that you're going into because that's what we have as laity we have this mission to bring jesus's love to those parts of the world to those parts of life 
that the priest might not be able to access or the priest or the, the vicar or any of because they're they're they still need to be in this area where we we are the missionaries into the shop, <laughs> into the playground to bring that love. Andrew, do you what is that is that how you go with with the music? Is it is there like the first song in the worship service is needs to be this kind of a thing. You have to have softer music for this part. Can you give us a little insight? Because you're a worship leader currently, aren't you? Is that right? I am, yes. Um, I think music has a, a, an important part to play in any church service. Um, but regardless of the denomination, um, the worship leader or the music leader or the band leader, the worship director, uh, whatever terminology you give it, it, I think, first of all, it's important for the music leader or the worship leader to be in submission to the leadership of the church and to to, to choose music and songs uh, that fit uh, what the, the leader of the meeting and the, the, the pastors or elders or vicars of the church wants to see happen in the church service. So, first of all, being... Um, in accountability and being submissive um, and being a servant to the leaders is important. That can mean sometimes that services are started with lively, upbeat music. Um, sometimes that will be requested by the leaders of the church or the leader of the meeting. There are other times where they give you free reign and they say, look, just lead us as you feel led. And there are times where I have felt um, a more somber song to begin with, um, something more reflective, something more laid back, particularly on Easter, a Good, a good Friday service, for example. So sometimes the songs may begin upbeat and up-tempo, praising God and, and celebrating his goodness. Other times they begin on a more reflective tone. The important thing is that the entire worship service is um, something that the leaders of the church want to to flow in the way that they envision it happening. So as musicians, we are servants to the leadership and we choose songs that, that we feel um, may work well, but we always submit that to the leaders. And they can be fast and upbeat to begin with. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes you end on a celebration song, particularly following um, a message um, that's been given in the sermon. Sometimes an arousing song at the end will go out with a celebration. Other times it could happen at the beginning. Ooh, there's so much to to music ministry that that I, as just a, a person in uh, praising along, uh, just doesn't know. I love it. I love it. When you are, do you ha could you give us some advice for those that are listening? Let's let's start with advice for the young people or for any parents or grandparents listening that might know that their child or grandchild or niece or nephew has this gift of music and can be used to praise the Lord. What can you what advice you can you give to them about encouraging their young ones or encouraging themselves to looking to support their church with music? Well, um, I think there's two things to what you mentioned. You mentioned parents um, or people with grandchildren. Um, so if we start with parenting, um, my wife and I prayed for our children, even in the womb, um, even as they were newborns, even as they were you know, toddlers growing up. We prayed for them uh, regularly that God would give them the gift of music and give them um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
um, we give them the gifts that are, are defined in, in the book of Corinthians and, and to allow music um, to flow because for my wife and I, music was a natural part of what we did and who we were. So we prayed that for our children uh, that God would bless them with musical gifts. And the first thing I would say is start with the, start with your children even before they're born. Pray into them, pray into them in the womb and pray for them as babies that God would release the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit on them and release them into whatever plans he has. But then as parents, with our bias, we prayed for musical gifts to be released. But of course, <laughs> well, of course, we were surrendering and trusting them to the Lord, but saying, Lord, would you please bless them with music, you know, because of what we knew and loved. Um, when they're growing up, my wife and I had musical instruments around the house. And a very funny story I remember, and I, I often speak of often when I'm asked this question, is my son um, is now a, a, a passionate guitar player like I am. But up until um, a young age, he was not interested in guitars. And I would often say, do you want to play guitar? Do you want to have a go on bass guitar or acoustic or classical or electric? And he would say, no, not interested, not interested. But every day they had a piano and guitars in the front room. And one day my, my son suddenly turned around uh, without any warning whatsoever, as children often do, and said, Dad, can I have a go on bass? And I nearly fell off my chair. I was like, uh, of course you can, son. So I very quickly got the bass out, made sure it was in tune, taught him a few things. By the time his mother came home, um, he was playing a particular riff that I had taught him. And he went, he went on for a whole month just playing that and nothing else. And it became a family joke because he would, he would be shouting up the stairs, hey, mom, listen to this. And he'd play the same thing over and over again with joy and excitement. Oh, that is my dream, Andrew. Uh, my, my, dream. Wife, my wife would be calling down the stairs, teach him something else, please. <laughs> and yet my daughter... Uh, um, she picked up piano at a very young age. We've got photos of her uh, as a very small child sitting at her first keyboard. Loved playing piano all her childhood life. For my son, it just happened when he was maybe 10 or 11. Just decided he wanted to pick up bass and start playing. So you never know. But pray, pray, pray. All right, that's number one. But now what's the number two? <laughs> I'm writing these down. I'm ready for you. What's the next advice for us uh, or, or, or those that might have an inkling towards music ministry? So you, you mentioned also about parents and grandparents. One thing I would say is if you push your children too hard into learning an instrument and you force them to get lessons against their will, you might find that you harden them against the idea of music. Um, listening back to what I've just said, you know, my best advice would be have instruments in your home, make them available. Don't pressurize your kids. If you play and sing, then play them and sing those instruments and let your children have a go and make mistakes. Just let them have access to those instruments. But if you push them too hard, you do run the risk of frightening them off. When it comes to grandparents, um, I would say the same thing. If you have instruments, have them around. Take children to concerts. Take them to open live events. Um, introduce them to the musicians at church um, who might be willing to let them have a go on their instrument. Uh, and expose them to different um, spheres of music you know, classical concerts, you know, pop concerts, um, church, um, church evangelical concerts. Expose them to different types of music genre and let them find the niche that they, that they naturally fall to. 
and then pray for them secretly. <laughs> always pray, always pray. All right, uh, one last thing because we're running out of time. So some parishes may... Um, uh, we have to admit that there is an emotional pull that music can create. Uh, sometimes it can be an artificial emotional pull with the drums. Da, 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 oh, 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 oh. And it just becomes more of, yes, I want to move and dance. And then the focus goes away from perhaps focusing on the Lord or his sacrifice as a parish develops their music or as their parish is looking at expanding their music or or perhaps young there's some people that are like let's can we try something else can we try teze can we bring this kind of thing in any advice on how to discern music in your church i would say the important thing is to pay attention to the lyrics especially there are um, a lot of songs um, in the church circles that I'm a part of that have very strong biblical lyrics. Um, it's almost as if they're singing an entire psalm or they're singing a passage of scripture um, and they're repeating um, passages of scripture in the lyrics. But there are other songs that can be, I think, quite subjective and quite feeling orientated and given to emotive emotiveness so i think paying attention to careful lyrics is um, one way of safeguarding yourself um, there are popular musicians and popular singers who are um, uh, basically global names who are writing some fantastic praise and worship music with very godly lyrics there are others um, where the music is more is more um, about what's happening to me or what i want to happen and what I want God to do for me. And that's what I call subjective songs. It's about my, what I'm experiencing or what I want to experience. But the, other, the flip side of that is the objective. Songs that glorify God, songs that simply praise him for who he is, songs that simply celebrate and give thanks to God. Those two songs are typically subjective, about me and what, what's happening, or objective, about God, his praise, his glory. And I encourage people to have a good mixture of both, but pay very careful attention to the lyrics because sometimes um, lyrics can become too um, abstract and too too poetic that they, they drift off into um, singing about what's happening to me or what I want to happen. And ultimately, I believe praise and worship is for the glory of God and for his majesty. Amen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Gunnard. His website is Andrew G O N O U D E dot com. And we're going to put up a blog post on our website, radiomariaengland.uk, and so that you can click on it and see more information about him, the music, and his other lovely songs. He's got a new song out, which I am loving. Um, so do check it out. End of My Cross, My Guest Enemy. It's it's really lovely. Um, and it's also got a lovely... Andrew, I think I need to have you come back to tell the story of William Maris, but teaser, ladies and gentlemen, for next time. But Andrew, thank you so, so much. Again, Andrew Gunnard, check. He's got YouTube videos. He's on Spotify. He is also 
ladies and gentlemen, please pray for him and his work and continuing to spread the love of God. Andrew, I can't let you go without asking for you to lead us in prayer. Certainly. Um, And thank you for having me on the show. It's been a real pleasure and an honor. Yeah, I'll just pray then. Father God, we just want to say thank you for the the beautiful gift of music. We thank you, O God, that uh, the Bible is full of exhortations to sing to shout, to praise, to clap, to dance, to kneel, to bow, and to make music in our hearts. Lord, you tell us to sing to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. You tell us to celebrate and to make music with joyful hearts to God. So, Father, this morning we say thank you for music. And I pray for for everybody listening um, that you would um, uh, remind us of the, the variety of music that is out there and the variety of music that is in the Bible. And cause us, God, to appreciate your musical creativity. And if we've ever hardened our hearts against music or styles that we don't like, please forgive us. And please give us fresh eyes and fresh ears to appreciate all that you are doing in the church. And I pray for musicians and singers and potential musicians and singers that you will release into your church everywhere around the world songs and new songs, and new musical gifts. Raise up musicians and singers, we pray. Raise up the dancers. Raise up the prophetic worship in your church, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That was Andrew Go Nude with Everything is Beautiful. Thank you, Andrew. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not stopping now. I've got till 10. So what I'd like to do is have you... You've heard me blab on and on and Andrew give us some lovely words of wisdom. Now I want to hear from you. Are there any worship songs? Are there any hymns as well? Come on, convince me of... I mean, I love some hymns. (laughs) I've got lovely hymns. But convince me, share with us some hymns or music that is helpful for you in times of worship, in times alone, or in times of prayer that helps elevate your prayers or connect you with the Lord. The number to the studio is 01223-375-564. Give us a call. And I want to hear, I want to hear from you, your song suggestions. I'm really hoping a certain listener that usually calls in with suggestions of songs will call in. Oh, oh, hint, hint, hint. Um, We can also... When you call in and suggest songs, it is so helpful for building up our our library of music. So come on, give us a call. Let's have some music. This rest of this half hour is all up to you. Let's have. All right. So one of our favorite 
in St. Lawrence's for our charismatic group in St. Lawrence's is 10,000 reasons. We love it. We love it. And I think we're going to be singing it maybe on June 4th. I don't know. In the next A Blaze Mass. But let's uh, so let's have this version is by Rend Collective and oh, their, their new worship band that I love. Anyway, so here's 10,000 Reasons. And this is one of my worship songs I love. Uh, that is Wren Collectives with 10,000 Reasons. Uh, we also, Matt Redman is, I think he's the original guy that did it. I've got a caller that has got a song to suggest for us. Lucia from Cambridge. Hello, my dear. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me and for taking my call. <laughs> Tell me about what you've got a worship song that you want us to listen to. Well, I've got a worship song that we came across recently, me and my daughter, um, it's Michael W. Smith. I came across him because I think he did one of the theme tunes for this new film that's coming out, Jesus Revolution. Yeah. Um, and I really, and that's where, where I found him. And then I found another song, and it's called Our God is an Awesome God. And me and Maria, my little seven-year-old, we love it. And we, in particular, love this ver- uh, live version where there's a massive orchestra and build-up to it. It's just very powerful and uh, we love it oh i love it let's let's share it with the listeners thank you lucia god bless thank you god bless you too bye-bye oh listen to those drums so this is the live version and oh my goodness it's amazing i secretly am loving this because growing up i was in the marching band my brother was head of the drumming corps and this is this is real drummers like and it's amazing Good start, Lucia. Listen in, everybody. Do call. The number is 01223-375-564. Here is Awesome God by Michael W. Smith.
That was Michael W. Smith with Awesome God. Oh, my goodness, Lucia, you just made my day. Also, we've got calling from North London. We have Veet. Hello, Veet. Hello. Hello. Good morning. God bless. Oh, God bless you, Veet. You have a suggestion uh, from uh, an international suggestion. Can you tell us about... Can you tell us about your suggestion? Uh, it, each occasion for the um, International Youth Days, where very often Pope attended, uh, that was with John Paul II who, who, who started all of it. And for each occasion, there is a hymn composed, and 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 for all the people, young people from young and oldish as well, and uh, to, to 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 sing, to celebrate, to enjoy, to to feel togetherness of the church and, 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 and joy. So uh, like Abba Father, like uh, blessed are the merciful. Um, and I'm sure uh, as well for, for this year, uh, International Youth Day, there is a new one composed. Um, there is, there is, Veet. It is, uh, it's called, oh, oh, it's in a different language, so I'm awful. It's called Ha Preza Noar, with lyrics by Ho Paolo Vaz, which is a priest, and also music by Pedro Ferreira, which is a teacher in music, and it's direct from the Diocese of Coimbra in Portugal. We're going to put it on. Thank you so much for calling. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Drive safe. Bye-bye. We spread our wings and here we are And with Mary proclaiming our yes We seek to serve and follow the will of the Lord Oh, I love it, I love it for all of you getting ready to go to World Youth Day I hope this is getting you psyched up That was the official theme song for World Youth Day Lisbon 2023. Goodness, so much energy, so much pep. I love it, I love it, love it, love it. All right, we had another caller. Uh, Our dear Joe Caproni was on, well, he called in and he wanted us to share the beautiful song, I Will Sing Forever. And this is, uh, who's the band? This is by the Bukas Palad Music Ministry, which I believe is a Filipino ministry. Oh, no, Joe. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm messing this up. <laughs> but it is, I know the English version, I will sing of your love. I love it. I love it. I love it. It brings me back to my youth. I, I'm youth. I'm young. Take that back, Elena. Uh, this is a lovely hymn. I know a lot of our listeners love one love this song and you also love the Bukhas Palad music ministry so this should be hitting the spot thank you Joe wait speaking of Joe Joe one of our hosts for songs in the wilderness ho ho songs in the wilderness tomorrow at 11:15 we have a special guest from Bristol we have father Matt Anscum he's parish priest uh, priest at St Bernadette's and St Dunstan's and he is part of a four parish mission area that's been created in the Clifton diocese father Matt Anscum is full of the whole Holy Spirit, and I'm very excited that 
uh, I think it's going to be Die on Wednesday on Songs in the Wilderness, sharing his faith journey and the music that accompanied him. That'll be tomorrow, Wednesday at 11.15 a.m. But back to Joe's amazing song. Here we go. This is I Will Sing, uh, I Will Sing of Your Love Forever in Joy. Oh, I love a good flute. Good choice, Joe, with I Will Sing Forever by Bukas Palad Music Ministry. Yes. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm full of the Holy Spirit this morning. We have another caller from Cambridge. We have Connie. Hello, Connie. Hello. Connie, I just want to wish you one more time. Happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. But you're getting old, you see. No, you're like fine wine. You just get better with age, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) Connie, you have a song you want us to to play that really helps you uh, connect and and, and, and worship the Lord. What is that song? Jerusalemma. Ah, Jerusalemma. Is that by Master KG? Yeah. All right. Connie, I hope uh, do move some chairs out of the way because I want you definitely moving. I can't see you. No, no, no. I can't see you. I can't see you. But do do get ready to do some dancing and have your hands in the air uh, because here we go. Here is Jerusalem. Thank you, Connie. God bless. I hope wherever you may be listening that you have been inspired to search out what worship music, what hymns, what music really helps you open space for the Lord. And as Andrew was saying in our Culture Tuesday this morning, make sure you you start it off the right way, inviting God to be part of your prayer, our Lord to be part of whatever you're doing, be it creating music, be it supporting another person, be it driving to work, be it sitting at your computer entering data or something, be it teaching, be it helping in the shop. <laughs> Let the Lord, invite the Lord to be part of your day and amazing things will happen. Thanks for joining us today. Coming up just shortly on Just Life, we are going to have, oh, let me make sure I get the right person. It is going to be uh, Angeline Lyles will be sharing us about the Arthur Rank Hospice. It'll be a rebroadcast, but a lovely one. So do tune in. Thanks and God bless. Thank you.
This was a Radio Maria podcast. If you enjoyed it, do please click like and subscribe on your podcast provider or leave us a review. Every bit of feedback helps increase our visibility and allows us to reach more people with the message of Christ's saving truth. And if you don't already, you can listen to Radio Maria live either online or on DAB in selected regions of the UK. We'd love for you to call in live and be part of the conversation. See our website, radiomariaengland.uk, for more details and a full schedule of programmes. And do please consider making a donation so that we can keep making more programmes like this. We are completely dependent upon the generosity of our listeners.